Welcome, Bird Gang. Well, I didn't see this coming. J.J. Watt, he's an Arizona Cardinal. Let that sink in for a moment. Our reaction, how he fits, and what this means going forward. It's Cardinals Cover 2, Episode 398, and it starts now. Welcome to Cardinals Cover 2 with Craig Grigalou and Mike Jarecki. Cardinals Cover 2 is presented by Hyundai, proud partner of the Arizona Cardinals, and by Arizona Cardinals Podcasts. Visit azcardinals.com slash podcasts. Murray rolls to the right, throws near side, defense caught, and he's into the end zone for the touchdown. Here's Craig Grealou and Mike Jarecki. Stating the obvious here, Bird Gang, but did not expect to be talking about J.J. Watt here on this first day of March. Heck, MJ, we talked about J.J. Watt a week ago when we were doing our defensive line breakdown, but here we are, and this is why you never know, even though what was reported out there, you just do not know what is going on behind the scenes. J.J. Watt is an Arizona Cardinal. MJ, just your first reaction when you heard the news. Shocker. Stunner. Wow. You know, anytime a guy like J.J. Watt becomes available, you know, for every 31 other teams, and clearly if teams have multiple pass rushers, then maybe he's not the top of the list. But you're talking about a guy that's had a great career. Now the last couple of years, he's not been on a winning team, even though he's been able to get to the postseason. We know what's happened in Houston, at least when Bill O'Brien was there. And the magnitude of a player like this, you, first thing you do is you watch the film. You know, clearly, you know, he, you're talking about a three-time defensive player of the year. Uh, that's in the same conversation and, and sentence with Aaron Donald and Lawrence Taylor. You know, I still think he can be a productive player. You know, he's a guy that obviously works out a lot. You know, hopefully the injuries are behind him. But, I mean, the fact that you can, you know, line up Chandler Jones on the outside and J.J. Watt somewhere along the defensive line, I mean, that's that's going to be a force to be reckoned with when teams start talking about this Cardinal defense. And, you know, we look at the offense and they just need to make some tweaks and add a little more talent possibly at the skill positions. But defensively, um, you know, we talk about, you know, the secondary where you need a pass rush. And, you know, welcome to the NFC West because we always focus on the quarterbacks, but you got you got you got some solid defenses. And if you're a guy like Russell Wilson, you gotta face Aaron Donald, JJ Watt, and Chandler Jones four times. I wonder why he wants to get traded. <laughs> a number of different directions we can go here, and we'll have plenty of time to get into everything over the next several days and weeks, and hopefully eventually hear from JJ himself and also general manager Steve Kime. But when we talked about him being on the market, talking about J.J. Watt, it was in the context of, you know, defensive line. He's a 3-4 defensive end. Is there a fit? Well, one, when you have that kind of talent, you always pick up the phone and ask. But there were two reasons why, at least in my opinion, I didn't think it was going to happen. And we said we would be surprised. One was asking price. And then two because of where the Cardinals are right now versus, say, a Green Bay Packers team out there that has made the postseason, has advanced to the NFC Championship game? Are the Cardinals close to a championship contender? I say that, and then now on the flip side is, well, 
you look around the NFL and MJ, how quickly can you go from last place to first place? How quickly things turn around with a move or two? And certainly the first big move of the offseason, not just for the Cardinals here, but the first real big move outside of trades around the NFL is the Cardinals going to address defense, that front seven, where what had we been talking about since the season ended? You have to address the offense and figure out how to put more points on the board. But certainly this is a home run with respects to what Vance Joseph now is tasked with as far as trying to figure out how to best utilize one of the better defensive players to ever step foot on the field. Our theme going into the offseason last year was address the front seven. Isaiah Simmons, check. Kennard, check. Campbell, check. Drafting a couple, you know, defensive linemen and Lecky Fotu and Richard Lawrence. So they they had to address that area. Um, to me, it's it's a situation where, you know, J.J. Watt, first of all, he, he he's a great guy. He's going to bring leadership to that locker room. I know it's going to be his first year. But just when he walks in that locker room, he has credentials. He has skins on the wall. And we know how much he did in Houston, uh, just giving back to the community. So, you know, he's not only a great player that I believe still has something left in the tank, whether it's the next couple of years, maybe the next three or four years for his sake, but um, just a great teammate. And I think he's going to bring a lot of leadership to that locker room. And, you know, you're right, Craig. Let's go back to, you know, J.J. Watt. He said he loved free agency. He was having a little fun. People were trying to connect the dots, some sub-tweets. But really, the Green Bay Packers, the Pittsburgh Steelers, and he could have got a chance to play with his brothers. And then the Buffalo Bills were in the mix, a team on the rise. You know, they feel like they may have a stranglehold on the AFC East now. I'm sure Bill Belichick and the Miami Dolphins are going to have something to say about that. But he had choices out there. And when you say, you know, he was looking for a contender or that was the reports, he must feel like this Cardinal team um, with, a, you know, Kyler Murray in the offense and DeAndre Hopkins. And, you know, Hop's a great recruiter, it sounds like. Yeah, remember that Instagram post that Hopkins had out there about him and J.J. Watt with Watt and a Cardinals uniform saying, hey, let's finish what we started. But social media playing a factor here because it was J.J. himself at 10.46 this morning with a picture on Twitter of him working out in an Arizona Cardinals T-shirt with this simply saying, source, me. And then all of a sudden, a firestorm of tweets, reaction, confirmation, and the Cardinals did finally confirm, yes, a two-year contract agreed to. It's two years worth a reported $31 million with $23 million guaranteed, that according to both Ian Rappaport of NFL Network and Adam Schefter of ESPN. So you're looking at an average of $15 million per year. We'll see how that's all structured with respect to the salary cap. But this is certainly a game changer. It is certainly taking Twitter and the rest of social media by storm. All players, all fans, certainly everyone has a right to be excited about it and maybe no one more so than Chandler Jones, who earlier in February tried to do his own recruiting and sent out a tweet on February 16th addressing J.J. Watt saying, quote, if you come here, I'll be your personal chef. 
Monday and Wednesdays are free, exclamation point. To which J.J. Watt responded with a bunch of laughing, smiley face emojis. So apparently now, Chandler Jones, I know he's celebrating his birthday in Hawaii, which his birthday was on Saturday. So perhaps one, a great birthday gift for Chandler Jones. And then two, you're looking at, well, now he's got to figure out and how to feed J.J. Watt two days a week. That's a good dilemma to have. You know, we always hear about guys recruiting and ultimately it comes down to ownership and and it has to, you know, fit in that salary cap. And here we're talking about guys taking one-year deals and, you know, J.J. Watt, I thought it was classy for the Houston Texans to let him get into free agency and get a jump on it. I know they've taken a lot of heat and probably rightfully so what's happened there. Um, but this allowed him to get ahead of free agency and he could have waited, but by him doing this now, you know, you'll start to see, and we're going to get into it. What does that mean for other guys that play outside linebacker or defensive end? Um, because, you know, he, he was wanted, you know, by nine or 10 teams and the Cardinals were according to Jay Glazer, they were in it the entire time. And so this, you know, we're shocked by it. And, you know, you know, when we found out that uh, Steve Kyman, you know, made the trade for DeAndre Hopkins, that was under wraps for like two, two or three weeks. And I think Kyler Murray knew. He kind of came out and said that uh, during his Super Bowl uh, pressers. And I'm sure that made Kyler very, Murray very happy because he couldn't say anything. But uh, he knew he had D-Hop. So this wasn't a trade. This is a free agent signing. And um once again, the Cardinals can say on paper today they've improved. And what I thought last year between Kime and the, front, uh, the scouting department, they put a, together a 10-win team. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. Well, and because this is a free agent move ahead of free agency and the Riesenberging, this is something that can be done now is because Watt was released earlier this offseason after 10 seasons with the Houston Texans. A player that's been released can sign, does not have to wait until free agency begins. And obviously he did take his time and there was a lot of people wondering why he was taking so much time and maybe he needed to, you know, weigh his options. And it certainly sounds like he had a number of different options out there, including this one, which no one thought there was an, even an ounce of a chance of him coming to the Arizona Cardinals. But now you look at what this means defensively for this front seven and let's, Discuss it with respects to what J.J. Watt and what we know. He's a defensive end. He puts his hand in the dirt. He is a 3-4 defensive end. The Cardinals do play a 3-4. Everyone immediately goes to Chandler Jones on one side, J.J. Watt on the other. But to my knowledge, M.J., Watt does not stand up. So if we are just going to go by what he has played now for 10 seasons and 128 games, he is going to be on the left side predominantly or maybe the right side with Jordan Phillips in the middle and maybe a Zach Allen on the other side. And then you would have perhaps Chandler Jones standing up either maybe next to a J.J. Watt or on the opposite side. So opposing quarterbacks, you're going to have one guy that you can see because he's standing up and the other guy and Watt who's going to be a little bit crouched down lower but still a formidable task if you're an opposing quarterback to figure out what do we do when you have two of the best pass rushers in the National Football League. The stat is this, Bergang, since 2012, the most sacks, Chandler Jones, 97, J.J. Watt, 95 and a half. 
you look at JJ Watt and I know that, you know, maybe they'll, he'll put his hand in the dirt, which he's done throughout his career, but there are going to be downs where, you know, Vance Joseph is going to have, you know, his choices and it's a great dilemma. So you could line them up on the same side. Um, you know, usually if you line up on the left defensive end, you're going against the right tackle um, teams like to run the ball more to the right. Um, and then the left tackles probably got better feet. Uh, and that's where Chandler Jones has kind of made his money being able to, you know, stab the ball out and dip that left shoulder to get around the, around the left tackle if they don't have a chip there. So, I mean, but you can move J.J. Watt around. I mean, it's not like he's fixed it at one area. You know, Corey Peters was really a nose tackle. Zach Allen played left defensive end. They started with Jordan Phillips, a right defensive end. So, um, and, you know, I anticipate Watt's going to play, you know, 75, 80% of the snaps. I mean, you want to give him some breather just because it's a long season. Obviously, you know, he's 31 years old. This would be his 11th season. But it's really a great uh, situation to have. And again, I think it's going to help the secondary with, you know, clearly they got to make a decision what's going to happen with Patrick or they put um, Byron Murphy. What about Alford? They bring him back at a lower rate. Is he interested in that considering he hasn't been able to play the last two years? So I think it will settle things down because it really starts at the front seven. And one thing we talked about, including in the Super Bowl, the game was won in the trenches. And we know we, we have an idea what the offensive line could look like. We don't know who the center is going to be. Um, clearly, they want to upgrade. That was very uh, telling from Sean Kugler. Nothing against Lamont Gillier or, or Mason Cole. But when you look at the trenches on defense, and that's going to help the, the, run, uh, the run defense, Craig. It's, it's not a guy that's a one trick. We look at sacks. You look at pressures from both of these guys. So it should help in, in, in the run defense, and that means, you know, put these quarterbacks in third and long and start teeing off on them. As far as the sacks, last year, without Chandler Jones for a large part of the season, the Cardinals had 48 sacks tied for the fourth most in the league, and this was with basically a makeshift front seven because, don't forget, Jordan Phillips was also missing a chunk of time as well and didn't matter or didn't measure up to what we had saw the season before with the Buffalo Bills. So Vance Joseph knows how to get the most out of his players, how to scheme it up. I think that's maybe the best thing that we've seen out of Vance Joseph is when there is something that he needs to do or dial back or dial up, he's very good at coming up with different ways to get pressure on the quarterback and when healthy. And I think we're going to be saying that a lot with respect to J.J. Watt. When healthy, there is no one. He is second to no one. The problem, though, MJ, is three of the last five seasons, he has not been healthy. 2016, three games. 2017, five games. 2019, eight games. He has to stay on the field. But let's be honest, that goes for any player when you're talking about adding, whether that's to the defense or the offensive side. And you look at J.J. Watt, he is coming off playing a full season. I'm sure it wasn't easy just, you know, the way they were losing. And, and Deshaun Watson was putting up numbers. But, you know, I, I just think when you look at the, the, the front now, the front four, front three, and again, the Cardinals do play a three-four, but you do see, you know, the outside linebackers at the line of scrimmage. So it almost looks like a five-man front. But I, I think when you look at it from a downward spiraler effect, it's, it's going to help the linebackers out. They're going to hopefully be able to create double teams up front because of Watt and, you know, the development of, of Zach Allen and Jordan Phillips. 
And now the linebackers should be able to shoot the gaps. And then you look at the secondary, you know, they may not have to cover forever. So I think it's going to be, you know, you look at the front line and then you look at the, the, the second level and the third level. I think they're all going to uh, be in unison and, and in sync. It's going to take a little time, but again, he's a plug and play guy. We don't have to worry about him, you know, playing in preseason games and stuff like that. So I, I think it's really going to make the defense a lot better. When we look at the weakness right now, I think it's a secondary just because we don't know who's there. I think we're intrigued with the outside linebackers, defensive linemen. We'll see what happens with Hassan Reddick and Marcus Golden. Yeah, if you want to strengthen the secondary, sometimes it's, well, get pressure on the quarterback so that he doesn't stand in the pocket and have so much time to pick you apart on the back end. If you want to strengthen the pass rush, well, sometimes, yes, you need a strong secondary so the quarterback has, can't you know, hold on to the ball a lot. And I think that is what this move is about. Again, Bergang, I'm, I'm as surprised as anyone didn't see it happening, didn't think it would be possible. The other interesting point is the commitment the Cardinals made to Watt. Not only just two years, but the dollar figures, according to reports. This is a sure sign as any MJ that the Cardinals, if you will, are going, you know what? No more planning for the future. The future is now. It is win now, and we certainly have discussed that with respects to, hey, year three of Kyler Murray, you better get into the postseason. But you're able to spend this amount of money because you have Kyler Murray still under his rookie contract. Great point. And that's why, you know, depending on how Kyler Murray plays this year, I mean, the Cardinals, will, if he plays well enough and they see the progress and they see the, the win total go up, they're going to have a zero issue uh, making him one of the higher-paid quarterbacks in football. We'll see what Lamar Jackson's contract looks like now, and then you throw in Josh Allen. I think both of those guys will get taken care of, and then it'll kind of set the market again. I don't know if they'll reach Patrick Mahomes' status, um, but you know that's the beauty of having a rookie quarterback on a rookie deal. And right now, that's when you got to cash in. And I think that you know I can't speak for the organization, but I got to think that they thought when they were five and two and six and three that. Uh, and, and we got some calls on the post-game show, and, and the thing is, just get in the tournament. Get in there. Now, they likely would have had to go to New Orleans and, or possibly you know, Green Bay had to buy. Um, maybe they got another matchup in the division uh, based on Seattle. We know Tampa, obviously, uh, was a wild-card team. But maybe the feeling is they, they feel like they're close, and you know they're not one player away. But I can tell you this, they're a much better defense today um, but that's a great point, Craig. Kyler Murray on his rookie deal allows you to spend money. Um, he's considered a defensive lineman. Chandler Jones is considered an outside linebacker. So once again, when you get to positional spending, uh, they can justify this move. A stunner of a move, if you will, by the Arizona Cardinals here on this first day of March with free agency still two weeks away as we continue here on Cardinals Cover 2 presented by Hyundai proud partner of the Arizona Cardinals. You talk about money, and we'll, real quick, because we've focused on Chandler Jones and J.J. Watt, well, Watt is under contract for this season and then next season. Chandler Jones is only under contract for this coming season. Now do the Cardinals look to extend a Chandler Jones to kind of maybe free up some more money, but also to make sure that it's not just a one-year pairing of Chandler and JJ. You've got at least two, maybe three years, depending on if you get Watt for a third season down the road. 
You sound like that uh, salary cap guru right now. Yeah, Chandler Jones' number will be $20 million this year. Um, he's, he goes into the final year of his contract. And, Craig, I think, you know, we always talk about, well, guys are going to have to take one-year deals. I think that's more veterans. Um, you can give Chandler Jones a three- or four-year extension and really gets cash over cap where you, if you give him a nice little bonus again, you can spread that money out the length of the contract. He may not see years four and five, if that's I'm using an example. So yes, I, I definitely think um, he is a, he's, he's a guy that I don't know if the word priority, um, but yeah, I, I, I would think the lower that cap number to give you more money this year, but also enough to where you can spread up the signing bonus over the next three or four years and we know the cap could go up to 210 next year based on the TV contract kicking in, another 10-year deal. Um, and so it could even go higher. So, yeah, I mean, yes, I don't know how much just, you know, you can lower that number this year, push money around. You're basically kicking the can down the road, but you're doing it for a franchise player. So, yeah, I think that's a really good idea. And I, I wouldn't be surprised as we get closer to the season that we start to see some of those moves. J.J. Watt will be 32 later this month. Chandler Jones just turned 31 over the weekend, so the Cardinals certainly look very, very good. But now you wonder, okay, well, what's next? And we talk about the Cardinals' free agents-to-be. Larry Fitzgerald, we still haven't heard from him. Is he more likely to come back because of this move? Patrick Peterson, is he more likely to come back except less on a one- or two-year deal because a J.J. Watt is in the fold. And then you have the dynamic of Hassan Reddick or Marcus Golden. Let's first, MJ, look real quick. And initial reaction here or thoughts on first, Larry Fitzgerald and Patrick Peterson on what their futures might mean because J.J. Watt now is going to wear an Arizona Cardinals uniform. Again, if you get down to positional spending, I mean, Jordan Phillips has got a couple more years on his contract. Zach Allen's still on his rookie deal. Lucky Fotu's on his rookie deal. Rashard Lawrence is on his rookie deal. So um, I think it's it's they're in separate categories. Now, I know it all counts against the cap, but, you know, um, Patrick Peterson, I, I'm going to maintain they're going to let him go out there and test free agency. Um, see what he's worth and then does he want to come back I don't think any hometown discount if somebody gives him a multi-year deal maybe that's a game changer um, and then for Larry I just think Larry's got other opportunities that he has to um, figure out you know he's, he's got some opportunities off the field when I say opportunities I still don't think he'll wear another uniform so I'm not going to worry about that but this is the longest it's taken him um, I did reach out to him today and you know, he obviously was thought it was a good signing for the uh, for the Cardinals. Um, but again, he's going to make the decision. But I, I do think he's weighing, you know, if you do decide to hang it up, you know, are you ready for that second life? And it clearly won't be in football. He won't be in the locker room. But I'm sure he's thought about that over the last couple of years when we get to this point. So I just think he's weighing his options out. I really do. And I don't know when we're going to get a decision. Now, with respects to Reddick and Golden, now, again, we're talking about two outside linebackers, but guys who rushed the quarterback. And we were going to debate, you know, later this week about those two, and maybe we still will. But what happens now with those two players with respects to who lines up opposite Chandler Jones? Is that a question, MJ, that's been already answered with the answer being J.J. Watt or now you look to see, okay, you've got outside linebacker one in Chandler. Well, who's outside linebacker two 
You got Devon Kennard under contract, but Reddick, who was very good this past season, is going to be a free agent. Marcus Golden is going to be a free agent. Again, there's only so much money to spend, and this move by J.J. Watt would appear, at least on the surface here that we know of, certainly takes a lot of that away from perhaps a Reddick or a Golden. If I'm going to be consistent, I mean, okay, so Watt's defensive lineman, Chandler Jones, um, again, I do agree with you, lower that cap number, try to spread it out, uh, extend that, um, spread that signing bonus out. You know, I, I think Marcus Golden is a guy that wants to be here. I'm not saying Hassan Reddick. I just think Reddick is a pass rusher, and I don't know if the Cardinals can retain him. It only takes one team. Um, you know, I, I was thinking maybe $8 million a year for him, maybe on a one-year deal, but I think he's going to have, a, a, you know, multi-year deals. There's four or five teams that have over $50 million. And, you know, the, the the draft isn't great for pass rushers. He's a plug-and-play guy. I think he showed that he can do a couple different things. You know, I always talk about 4-3 and 3-4, but I'm sure there's a coordinator out there so that I can make him play in a 3. I can get him to play in a 4-3. So, uh, again, I who's your linebackers? Are they going to make a move on um, Devin Kennard? Is he going to be a cap casualty, more of a June 1st guy? So you free some money up there, but you have to have some depth at linebacker. You know, we know Dennis Gardek's going to be out probably past uh, uh, the halfway point. Maybe he's a, a late addition in November or December. Um, you know, you look at inside linebacker, you, you know, you got Hicks and you got Simmons, and we'll see what happens with, um, you know, guys like Zeke Turner and Tanner Vallejo. So, yeah, I mean, you still need some depth there. You know, maybe Reddick um, feels like it's time for him to cash in. He has every right, first time being a free agent, but. Um, uh, positional spending, and you, you may have to go a little bit shorter in the secondary at positional spending. Uh, Murphy's on a rookie deal. They just re up with Buddha. The Thompson twins are on rookie deals. You draft a guy, he'll be on a rookie deal. So when I say positional spending, you may go a little bit more at one position than the other. Reaction, of course, across social media continues to come in. Watts' new defensive line coach, Brenson Buckner, going to Twitter and saying, Let's go with several exclamation points with a picture of J.J. Watts in a Cardinals T-shirt, as we referenced at the start of the show. And then the first, I guess you could say, public comments from the Arizona sports world. Diamondbacks manager Tori Lovello opened up his press conference earlier today before a spring training game with this, quote, super pumped to welcome J.J. Watt to the Valley, end quote. Again, we haven't heard from any of the Cardinals decision makers, but certainly people love to see J.J. Watt with the Arizona Cardinals. Now, of course, we're all wondering what number is he going to wear? And this is a little bit of a dynamic that, MJ, you kind of threw my way earlier in the day because J.J. Watt has worn nothing but 99 his entire NFL career. Number 99 is retired by the Arizona Cardinals. It was worn back in the late 30s and 40s by Marshall Goldberg for the then Chicago Cardinals, an All-American, an All-Pro, a fullback slash running back who also played a little defense and special teams as well. He is in the Cardinals' ring of honor, but that number 99, Cardinals don't retire a lot of numbers, but 99 is one of those numbers that has been retired 
So now I know Bird Gang is always interested, you know, jersey sales. You want to support the home team. What number? Well, that MJ is a question we do not have an answer for as of yet. And maybe by the time you listen to this podcast here, Cardinals Cover 2 presented by Hyundai, proud partner of the Arizona Cardinals, we will. But as we speak to you here on this Monday afternoon, early afternoon, we do not know what number J.J. Watt is going to wear. Champagne problems. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. I mean, I always, you know, how I, I felt when uh, Jordan Phillips put on 97 and he looked like a mountain out there, big bear. Got to think it's going to be in the 90s. You know, that's kind of a D line. You know, I, I don't think he's going to pull a Gronk and go with an odd number. <laughs> You know, somewhere in the 60s or something like that. So, anyways, yeah, I mean, it, those are champagne problems. I, I'm just excited to hear him. And, you know, again, I, I, Steve would be the first to tell us, referring to kind, they, they do need a much better job in the draft, and he he, he, he admits that. Um, but there's other ways to build a roster, and that's trades, free agency, and draft. And you'd like to hit on all three, but we got to give them credit when it comes to trades. I think Carson Palmer. I think you look at Chandler Jones, DeAndre Hopkins moving up for Buda Baker. And, and then you look at the, the free agent acquisition here in, in a guy like J.J. Watt. So, again, there's three wheels to b- build a roster, and the Cardinals are utilizing that now when it comes to the draft. Clearly, you want to start building for the future. As we look now, because we're looking for a number of different storylines with respects to J.J. Watt, and this was going to be one anyway going into 2021 because of Hopkins on the team. But both Hopkins and Watt will have an opportunity to play their former team, the Houston Texans. It will be at State Farm Stadium. The Texans are one of the teams that will be visiting State Farm Stadium this upcoming season. But the Texans are on the schedule. And you know both Hopkins and Watt will be fired up to play their former team. The question is, what quarterback will J.J. Watt be rushing that afternoon? That's a totally different conversation here on Cardinals Cover 2. But uh, the Texans are on the schedule, MJ. Perfect. Nothing like playing against a team now. In fairness to them, they did them right. Uh, it was totally different than what's happening with Deshaun Watson. Now, he did sign a contract, uh, but clearly he's not you know, happy what's going on there. But, yeah, it's it's going to be good. And according to Ed Warner, who works for ESPN, he was told J.J. Watt's first criteria was choosing a team would be the quality of the quarterback. So it seems like an endorsement for Kyler Murray. I think what we've seen from him over two seasons now, and perhaps, again, you want someone that maybe you can see moving forward, taking that next step. And I think that is a great point that you just made as far as an indication where not only do we think Kyler is headed, but more importantly, his teammates and now his new teammate. I mean, Kyler, listen, he, the, the better players you have, the better chances you get to win on Sunday. And yeah, it's not another wide receiver, but he knows that defensively, you know, you got to win some division games and they got off to a two and zero start last year and they finished two and four there. Uh, you know, they didn't take care of uh, the conference wins like they should have probably against Carolina and Detroit. We know that they feasted on the AFC East, and that was the worst division in football. Now, you only can play the teams in front of you on the schedule, but yeah, defensively, it'd be nice to say uh, we're doing a post-game show in September, and the Cardinals' defense won the game. 
I mean, we, we, we said that a few different times, but it was ultimately what the offense was going to do. Can they get a kick a field goal here? Are they going to miss it? Are they going to score a touchdown? But there are going to be games, Craig. We're going to be doing that post-game show. We're going to say the defense controlled the line of scrimmage. And we really haven't been able to say that consistency or consistently over the last few years. A tremendous day here, March 1st, 2021, a move that came out of left field. J.J. Watt is an Arizona Cardinal. Much more on this throughout the day on azcardinals.com and, of course, through the coming weeks as well here on Cardinals Cover 2. And by the way, speaking of azcardinals.com, if you want all of that information in the palm of your hands, make sure you update to the latest version of the Cardinals mobile app today. The update features an all-new redesigned home screen experience. Visit azcardinals.com slash app for more. MJ, final words, final thoughts before we put a lid on this edition of Cardinals Cover 2 and Full Disclosure Bird Gang. Again, we had planned to talk about linebackers this week, inside linebacker and then outside linebacker. We will, but certainly this supersedes anything that we had planned and certainly something that uh, while I woke up not expecting to have to talk about. All right. Let me ask you this. Bigger surprise today or when Hopkins was traded? Oh, that's a good one. That is a real good one. Was it the pass or the catch? <laughs> Going back to the Hill Murray. Yes. Bigger surprise. Let's see. I'm going to say on the surface, I'm going to say, I don't know, maybe it's recency bias. I'm going to say today, you know, that's, that's a, that's a, that's a darn good question, MJ. You know what? I, Wow, you've got me left uh, scratching my head. Because... Well, you know what, Craig? We, we do this uh, throughout the course of the week. We'll be on the Red Sea Report tomorrow. I won't throw it on there. Uh, we, we talk about different topics. But I'll, I'll say this. We didn't know Hopkins was available. True. We knew that J.J. Watt was available, but all along contender. And we know in the NFL, not you know worst to first but if you didn't make the playoffs a year ago you have a good opportunity four or five teams make the playoffs the following year so um this was a stunner to me i was shocked then um i'm I'm surprised again today and uh just give the organization credit because this team wants to win i know you know over the years you know, bringing in Steve Wilkes and Justin Rosen, they shut that down. They went out after Cliff and they got Kyler. So it's nice to see the Cardinals get some national um, recognition today because this is a really football move. This is, I mean, jerseys and ticket sales and all that, that will take care of itself. You got to win football games and they're a better football team on paper today than they were yesterday. We'll give the last word to DeAndre Hopkins who tweeted, life is good in Arizona, exclamation point, and he tagged J.J. Watt and the Arizona Cardinals. And on that note, we will say so long for now. Bird Gang, certainly a tremendous day, certainly a surprising day, but uh, the Cardinals, as MJ said, certainly better on paper. Now we got to wait to see it uh, happen on the field. Special thanks, as always, to our executive producer, Jim Omohundro. For Mike Jarecki, I'm Craig Riolu. We'll talk to you next time here on Cardinals Cover 2.